0: (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio 700th episode special. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Uh, give us a call. The number is 208-991-4783 and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash Detectives. I'm pleased to bring you a very special treat uh, with tonight's uh, performance. In the history of Hollywood, there have been some actors with just fantastic voices. I-, I mean, these were people who, if you gave them a can of soup and had them read the ingredients label, well, you'd have some entertainment. One such great performer was Charlton Heston, known for uh, iconic roles such as Ten Commandments, Ben-Hur, Planet of the Apes, The Omega Man, Soylent Green, and uh, Treasure Island. He had a fascinating career that spanned from the 1940s to the early parts of the 21st century, leaving behind a rare legacy of great performances in motion pictures and television. Uh, his roles on radio was not so much. He made his first uh, television appearance uh, in uh, 1949 on one of the very first episodes of uh, Studio One, CBS's great anthology. His first dramatic radio appearance would not come until November 3rd of 1952. When he made the first of five appearances on the Lux Radio Theater. First two appearances, the first in uh, November of 1952, in Viva Zapata, and this one from February 2nd, 1953, gave the 29-year-old Charlton Heston a tough assignment. Fill the role of two true Hollywood heavyweights, Orson Brando, Alan Ladd, recreating roles from their films. He would make three uh, subsequent uh, appearances on the Lux Radio Theater in 1953 and 54, uh, reenacting his own roles uh, in the film. Uh, in uh, uh, The President's Lady, where he played Andrew Jackson. The Naked Jungle, a story of a planter determined uh, to fight back against uh, Deadly Ants, and The Secret of the Incas, uh, which is one uh, movie uh, I'm looking forward to seeing. It's in the Netflix Instant Watch, and it seems to have a few uh, Indiana Jones parallels. I hope to bring you one of these other Lux Radio Theater uh, performances as an app extra. Um, I haven't decided 100% for sure which one, but uh, definitely have to appreciate the sure uh, talent of uh, Charlton Aston. The particular movie reenacted is uh, Captain Carrie USA. Esten takes over the role that was played by Alan Ladd in the film, and Wanda Hendrix takes over as the female lead. Or, excuse me, she played it in the movie as well, so she plays that role over radio. This particular movie is somewhat appropriate, given that we're only a few weeks away from uh, launching into the adventures of Frank Race, who was a former OSS agent. Uh, this movie focused very much on the unresolved issues that remain after the war. One thing I will caution you on, if you've seen Captain Carry USA, and uh, as of this recording date, June 11th, it's available on the Netflix Instant Watch. The radio version does not include the original song from Captain Carry USA, which won it an Oscar. That song, of course, being Mona Lisa. The film was originally released in 1950. This uh, radio version released nearly three years after it first came into theaters. All right, well, with all that being said, enjoy Charlton Heston in Captain Carey, USA.
2: Presents Hollywood. company, the makers of Lux Toilet Soap, bring you the Lux Radio Theater. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. Irving Cummings.
3: Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. And whenever you see a star on a dressing room door in our motion picture studios, you can rest assured in these dressing rooms of glamorous screen beauties, the favorite beauty care is Lux Toilet Soap. Refreshing Lux facials bring such quick new beauty to skin. It's no wonder that our loveliest Hollywood stars are devoted to Lux soap for their daily beauty care. Now, Captain Carey, USA, starring Charlton Heston as Webb Carey and Wanda Hendricks as Julia. In Northern Italy, There's an ancient landmark, a palace built on an island, surrounded by a beautiful lake. It's the Palazzo di Cresci, and over the centuries, it's been the scene of good and evil, of romance and despair. In
0: 1944,
3: when Nazi troops were in the village of Belmonte, the castle was occupied by an old countess and her granddaughter, Julia. But beneath the castle in a forgotten wine cellar, was the headquarters of two American officers, members of the OSS. They'd been operating out of there for months, organizing the Italian partisans. But one night, they were portrayed, and their work ended in a burst of German rifle fire. It's a long way from the Palazzo to a shop window in New York. But this is the real beginning of our story. When Webb Carey and a girl pause to look at some paintings. Come
4: along, Webb. Father's waiting for us. Uh,
5: Please, Nancy. It's a painting. I've seen
4: that before. Really? I had a long talk last night with Father. I told him that I was in love with you and you were. He said he thought the same way about Mother after
6: he came back from his war. And what you need is a job. Mm
7: -hmm. Oh... Nancy,
5: I I want to speak to someone about that painting.
6: Oh, very well, dear. Let's go in.
5: Yes, sir? About that painting in the window, the Palazzo de' Cresci. Ah, I see you
8: know Italian history.
5: The more recent Italian history. Oh, we've been very fortunate. The Italian government
9: doesn't usually allow treasures like this to leave the country.
6: It's lovely, isn't it?
9: An outstanding work by Bellini, madame. In Bellini's time, the de' Cresci's were the ruling family in northern Italy.
5: Last week... We refused an offer of $30,000 from a museum. $30,000? Where did you get this painting? Uh, Through our agent, sir, in Switzerland. Where did they get it? Uh, Forgive me, but are you an accredited art dealer? No. Well, then I'm sorry, sir. I'm unable to give you any further information.
4: Webb, I don't understand. Why are you so interested?
5: Because two people died, a man and a girl, and I spent three years in a hospital, and because you won't have to worry about me getting a job. I've got one now in Italy.
6: What kind of a job?
5: Finding the man who sold this painting.
6: But why?
5: Because I'm going to kill him.
9: Luigi! Luigi, don't you remember me? I remember, Signor Lamercano.
5: You have come back. You don't seem overjoyed to see me. You were once. Many things in our village have changed since the war, Signor. You ever just arrived? Yes, the bus from Milano. It was the same back there in the plaza. Somebody recognized me and all the people disappeared. I mind my business. I'm glad I found you here at the lake. I want you to row me over to the island, to the palazzo. Get in the boat. No questions? You're not even surprised to see me? It does not matter, senor.
8: Get in the boat. Come in, signor.
9: Giovanni said you wanted to see the head of the house, to talk about a painting. I'm sorry,
5: the palazzo is not open to tourists. I'm not a tourist. My name's Webster Carey. I am
4: Carlo de Cresci. You
5: you don't look like her. Like her? Your sister, Julia. In here, please. My grandmother will see you.
4: This is the man who asked about the painting?
5: Signor Carey, Nona.
4: Good afternoon.
5: A painting by Bellina Contessa. This is a photograph of it.
4: Oh, remarkable. It is our island. This island. But as it was many years ago. You're
5: familiar with the painting, Contessa? You've seen it before?
4: No, Mr. Carey. Why should I have?
5: Because it's one of a half-dozen paintings that Major Williams and I discovered. And your granddaughter, Contessa. Julia? We came across them one night while we were trying to find a place to hide our equipment.
4: Also, oh, you are one of the Americans who hid here. It was quite a shock to learn that our home was being used as your headquarters. When
5: did you find out we were hiding in your cellars, Contessa?
4: After the Germans came, of course. But what has all this to do with the painting, please?
5: No one knew about the existence of that hiding place except the three of us Julia, the Major, and me. And the man who betrayed us to the Nazis. Julia's dead, so's the Major. All I've got to go on is that the man who smuggled the painting out of the country is the man who betrayed us. I'm going to find him. Why? Why? Because Julia would be alive. And... Julia
4: is alive, Mr. Kerry. Alive? Through those doors. You find her out on the terrace.
5: Julia! I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Wait. Oui. What's the matter? Aren't you glad to see me?
10: with oui. This is a... This is my husband, Baron de Griffey.
5: I think I understand, darling. You will leave us for a few moments, please?
10: No, no, no. I think I should.
5: I will explain to Mr. Carey. Now, please, do as I say. Julia, wait! Signor, you wish to embarrass my wife? No, of course not. Sit down, Mr. Carey. I know your name because Julia's brother told me you were calling. Signor, I know how she once felt about you. She has told me herself many times... The romance of a young girl swept off her feet by the heroic American. The secret hiding places, the meetings at midnight, or she laughs about it now. In order to say anything more. Please don't blame Julia. You understand that she. You are leaving, Signor?
4: About the painting, Mr. Carey. Well? You say it is valuable. What are we to do?
5: When you lose something you thought was valuable, I don't know, Contessa. Bleed a little and forget, I suppose.
4: Mr. Carey,
9: please. I am afraid
5: I have offended
9: you. Hey, Capitan. Buon momento. Eleonate. Oh, it is you. A Lazarus risen from the dead. <laughs> oh, am I the first to greet you in the name of the Partisans? Oh, you look good, baby. Come, we walk out together.
5: I'm leaving too. Professional call or what? Yeah, one of the servants. Fascinating case.
9: Croup. Now, tell me, how can you possibly be alive? They killed you down there.
5: No, no, not quite. They decided I was worth keeping alive. They thought I'd talk. Maybe I would have. But Then our paratroops captured their hospital train. And you? Oh, (laughs) I arranged it more easily. I was in Milano when the raid came. I just stayed there. (laughs) Now, what are you doing now, huh? You're married? What brings you back Uh, here? I'm a civil engineer with no job, and I'm not married. And I don't know exactly what did bring me back. Was it to find the traitor? That was the general idea. Hey, Captain. As a doctor, let me tell you this, son. Vengeance cures nothing. Nothing. Now, how do you get back to the village? Luigi's waiting for me. He rode me over. I must stay on the island for a while. I have other calls to make. I'll see you later. Oh, most certainly, my friend. Hey, listen to me, huh?
9: Some American girl will amend your heart. You will become married and have 20 children. (laughs) Tonight, maybe I'll stop by the hotel. We drink some wine, huh? Yeah,
11: sure. (laughs)
9: You did not visit at the Palazzo for long, senor. Luigi, tell me something.
5: Village, why did the people go away when they saw me? You brought death
9: once, senor. You might bring it again. Death? After the raid, the Germans searched the village. They take men, 27 men. They lined them up and killed them. They said, we helped you.
5: Who betrayed us, Luigi?
3: Everybody in the village knows his name. My son, my son Mario. Mario. (laughs) Mario didn't know where we were. The people do not believe him. They dragged him through the streets, they beat him to death. For seven days, they left him hanging from a tree. Why did they think he was guilty? Because the night before the raid, Mario brought a message to one of the German officers. From whom? From the betrayer, senor. Who was it? Who gave him the message? They do not let my son talk. You must help me, senor. You must find who sent the message. Please, senor, help me, help me. For me, Mario knew. Now he's dead.
5: You did not talk like this before. There's nothing I can do.
3: Mario is dead, yes, but his wife and child. Serafina, who gave you food at the farm? And the boy, Pietro. Pietro is bigger now, senor. Pietro, the son of the traitor.
7: Who gave Mario the message? This I don't know. But there
5: is much I can tell you. It doesn't matter now, Luigi, not to me. Take me back to the village.
9: The room is ready, signore. Anytime you wish to go upstairs. Thanks, Sandra. Mr. Carey. Baron
5: de Greffy, that's what Luigi Giulia said, isn't it? That is correct, Signor. May I please have a word with you? Sit down. Thank you. Being back here again must be quite exciting for you, meeting all your old friends. Many of them are dead. I spent most of the war in Switzerland, diplomatic service. I couldn't join you here in the fight. You were privileged. I was
8: drafted.
5: That was an interesting story you told us before. I'm glad you liked it. Mr. Cresci had nothing to do with the sale of the painting, I assure you. Julia told us about those forgotten rooms in the cellar But when we returned after the war, they were empty. This is the first we've heard of the value of the paintings. Of course, we'd like to recover them. I'm not stopping you, but they don't interest me anymore. And if... And if... And if you want the truth, I have no interest in this town or the palazzo or the people in it, including your wife. That's what you really want to hear, isn't it? War does different things to different people. You, it has hurt. But it has given me a chance to be happy. How easily it might have been the other way. Let's just blame it on the Germans. Now, if you'll excuse me, Baron, I'm going upstairs.
4: Babe.
5: I just left your husband. I don't think he'd approve.
10: It doesn't matter.
5: I wanted to leave without seeing you again. Leave? There's a bus back to Milano tonight. Don't tell me you want me to stay.
10: No, no, I want you to leave. But as a friend... That's why I came here. And there are so many questions... Questions?
5: That... <laughs> yeah, there's one I'd like to ask, one I can't answer. Are you happy?
10: I'm trying.
5: That's a good answer. I'll do the same, I promise. I'll try as hard as I can.
10: Oh, and why did you come back?
5: Because I thought you were dead, because the one who betrayed us might be alive, or... Uh... Maybe it was seeing the painting of the island that made me lonesome. Or maybe I like Sandra's spaghetti. You take your pick, Baroness. Can't
10: we even talk, Webb? What do you want
5: from me, a wedding
10: present? All I want is that you try to understand. Is that asking too much? The night of the raid, the last thing I remember was you on the floor. When I woke up, I was in a concentration camp with my grandmother. We were there for months, and I kept asking for you day and night. And she told me you were dead. I wouldn't believe her. And then one day, they let us go and we made our way into Switzerland. Yeah, good for you. Rocco was there. I'd known him ever since I was a little girl. He, he used to visit us during the war. Grandmother had always wanted me to marry him.
5: Simple. So you did?
10: No, 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 not then. I had the crazy hope I'd hear from you. And then, when we came home after the war, I, I found this in the cellar. The Medal of St. Christopher I'd given to you. And then I knew you were dead.
5: May I have that back?
10: I was hoping you wanted.
5: That little cross I gave you? Here. You're still wearing it. Yes. If anyone asks me where I got this medal, I'll say from a friend. A friend who died in the war. You can say the same, okay? Okay. Peace. It's wonderful.
6: Goodbye, Nick.
0: Goodbye. Signor, Signore. Well,
9: quickly, Signor, Come, come quickly. Well, you told me the bus was. No, 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 not the bus, Signor Luigi. Luigi's dead with a knife.
0: And
9: you, Dr. Lunati, what can you tell us about this? You are the police commissioner. I'll tell you all I know. They called me to the hotel. When I called got you. Here. Who called you? Uh, I did it, Signor, I did. That's right. I told
5: Sandro to get Dr. Lenati as quickly as he could.
9: Continue, Doctor. The poor fellow was dead when I got there. Apparently, he started up the stairs. Someone was waiting for him on the landing. I have the weapon here. OSS knife. So,
5: from the wall. That's right. We all had these knives, Commissioner. <laughs> I used the mine to prune the
9: trees until I lost it. Well, nothing more I can do? Uh, not for now, Doctor. Thank you. Sandro. See, si, see. Si. You saw Luigi come into your hotel? Well, uh, I'm at the desk. He comes to me. He asks for the American. Who else saw him? Who else? The... Hey, who else? Giovanni, Lucia. Okay, who knows? Giovanni? From the Palazzo, signore. A servant. They come every day to the village for the mail. I'm checking my accounts, but I can't see everybody. Then maybe the Baroni was there also. Signore Barone? But I don't know for sure. Who else, Sandro? Well, uh, the baroness, she came into the courtyard. Uh, She also wanted to talk to Signor Carey. She left before it happened. if why did Luigi come to see you? Well, do you know? No. No, I don't know. Then until we find out, I must ask you to remain here in the village. Don't worry,
5: Commissioner. Nothing could drive me away now. (laughs)
2: We'll continue with Act Two of Captain Carey, USA, in a few moments. Now here's Libby Collins with the Lux Movie News.
11: Hi, Ken. Tonight's picture is a thriller-diller, an adventure film with an exotic background. It's Tropic Zone, Paramount's Technicolor Melodrama, starring Ronald Reagan, Rhonda Fleming, and Estelita.
2: Isn't Ronda the owner of a banana plantation in this picture, Libby? Yes,
11: but her plantation grows nothing but trouble. You see, she has an enemy plotting to steal her land. And he almost succeeds until Rhonda hires Ronald Reagan, a soldier of fortune, to investigate.
2: And he rescues Rhonda from her troubles.
11: Yes, but it almost costs Reagan his life. He's caught in a mysterious raging fire. His fight proves worthwhile, though, because Tropic Zone ends with Ronald Reagan winning the heart of Luck, lovely Rhonda Fleming.
2: Well, Libby, there's another of Rhonda's pictures that is big, big news. That's her photograph in this month's magazines, showing Rhonda wearing a gorgeous mink coat. And here's the news, ladies. You, yes, you can win a gorgeous mink coat, just like you see on Rhonda in the photograph.
11: Oh, you're talking about the wonderful Luck of Contest, with all those exciting prizes of luxurious mink coats. Stoles and scarves.
2: Yes, Lux Toilet Soap is offering one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in mink prizes in four weekly contests. All in all, there are twenty magnificent mink coats, forty beautiful mink stoles, three hundred luxurious mink scarves,
11: and all such beautiful silky mink styled by famous Annie Furs.
2: It's easy to enter these contests. Just write twenty-five additional words or less to complete the statement. I like Lux Toilet Soap because. With each entry enclose two wrappers from any size Lux soap. Mail to Lux Contest, Box 3, New York 46, New York.
11: Send in lots of entries every week for more chances to win your mink.
2: But hurry, entries for this week's contest must be postmarked by Sunday midnight. See entry blanks at most grocers for detailed rules, but you can write your entry now tonight on plain white paper.
11: Just complete the statement I like Lux toilet soap because in 25 additional words or less.
2: Mail to Lux Contest Box 3, New York 46, New York. Hurry, get Lux toilet soap. Enter this week's contest now. You may be the Lux lovely girl who wins a gorgeous mink coat. Now our producer
3: Mr. Cummings Act two of Captain Carey USA, starring Charlton Heston as Webb and Wanda Hendricks as Julia. It's a few moments later, outside the police station, Dr. Lanati is waiting for Webb Carey. They
9: want you to stay here, Captain? Yeah. Listen, baby, I'm going to go to Milano. I know a lawyer, a good
5: lawyer. Why would I need a lawyer? Doc? that knife, I recognized it. Belonged to Frank. Major Williams. So? Whoever found the painting also found the knife. The betrayer and Luigi's killer are the same. All right, suppose you're right. How you find it? Luigi suspected somebody. Luigi's dead. His son's wife. A seraphina? She must know something. baby, don't be foolish. If she knew, she would have shouted from the rooftops long ago. Now, take my advice.
9: Leave the past alone.
5: This afternoon, Luigi said there were 27 dead men demanding justice. When they killed his son, that made 28. Now it's 29. Be careful, sweetheart has to become thirty, huh? Ah,
0: <laughs>
9: oh, Contese, such an honor, such a great honor. Please be seated. Signor Kerry will be done at once. Morning.
4: Good morning, Mr. Kerry. Yes,
9: Sandro just said a uh, great honor.
4: Sandro had been kind enough to lend us use of his office. We will be alone.
9: Hmm? Oh, Oh si, si contessa si. such an honor, such a pleasure.
4: I have come, among other things, to apologize. No. I was told that last night, after you had been questioned by the police, some of the people of this village attacked
5: you. Yes, after Dr. Lunati left. It it didn't last long.
4: You were insulted. You were stoned. In a sense, I am the head of the village, so I beg you to accept my apologies. They could not have realized what they were doing.
5: Just a reminder to me that I'm not very popular around here.
4: They believe... You bring bad luck, but you won't be molested anymore. You
5: mean because I'm leaving here?
4: Partly that. Partly because I... But I'm not
5: leaving. Not yet.
4: Mr. Carey, Julia was very young when you fell in love with her. Young girls form romantic attachments very quickly. Now, she's grown up and happily married. I'm sure of it. Baron de Greffy has a most distinguished political career before him. The marriage binds two houses of strength and merit. This is the proper arrangement of things, a sort of mathematical equation. I realize that isn't so, perhaps, in America. No.
5: Ours is a little more chemical. A girl picks her own husband.
4: By experiment, Mr. Carey? I wish you good luck and a pleasant trip home.
0: Pull up your dog, Serafina. Pull him off.
12: Catch to that dog in a suit. shoot. I warn you for the last time, get out.
5: Don't you recognize me? The, the captain, the American. I know
12: who you are. Then tell your
5: dog to lay off and put down your rifle.
12: Nito, Yannick, ah. qui. First Mario. Now Luigi.
5: Murder is all of you. Sure, him. sure. Come to sunny Italy and have the time of your life. What do you want? It's a long walk to the farm here. I don't want to leave till I've talked to you.
12: I have nothing to talk
5: about. I'm your friend, Serafino. I was Mario's friend, and I don't believe he was guilty. Please,
12: trust... I trust no one. Go. Or I turn the dog loose again.
5: Okay. When your boy, when Pietro asks why he grew up a traitor's son, you tell him you wouldn't talk to an American. <sighs>
12: Per favore, Capitano, please. I am sorry. It's
5: all right, I understand.
12: Come, come, we talk on the porch. For years they treat us like criminals, Pietro and me. When I send him to school, he comes home covered with blood. The other children hit him with stones. Now Luigi is dead. No friend left.
5: I'm still here, Seraphina.
12: What can you do?
5: Luigi was killed because he came to the hotel to tell me something. Do you know what it was?
12: I do not know.
5: Did he ever say anything about a painting? Painting? Now, think hard. It's very important. No. They say Mario delivered a message to a fascist officer.
12: They lie. Mario hated the fascisti. He was not a yes, traitor. I
5: know that. The one who gave him the message was the traitor. Who was Mario with before he left?
12: I do not know. Sandro,
5: Dr. Lonati, one of the partisans? You've got to remember. I do not know. Listen, Serafina, you've had years to think about this. You must suspect someone, someone in the village.
12: No one in the village.
5: In the palazzo? Don't be afraid, Serafina. You don't tell me. I can't help you. <laughs> There's someone at the gate. Julia. I'm not the Keep that
12: dog quiet. Tito. Battelo nella sala.
5: How did you know I was here?
12: That's what told
10: me. I wanted to hear what Serafina had to tell you. I say nothing.
5: Not to her. You can trust Julia. She believes Mario was innocent. Remember, she was betrayed, too.
12: Fascisti. Everyone in Palazzo.
5: Look, I know you've suffered more than anyone else, but Julia and her family suffered, too. They were in a concentration camp.
12: But they get out. They were not touched. And I tell you why. Because of the brother, Carlo. We were here fighting. He was in Germany. You do not believe, huh? Then ask her. Yes, it is true. Carlo was in Germany. A German prisoner condemned to death. Do they kill him? No. Others they kill, not you and your family. You are back in the palazzo. You are rich.
5: Serafina, we weren't all killed. You're alive, so am I, and all this gossip.
12: Then why do the fascistian people from the black market come to the palazzo in secret night? That's not true. Last month, I see a man, Luigi, row across the lake in his barca. I don't know what she's talking well, about.
5: What about the man?
12: Luigi, stayed from Milano. He stayed at the albergo, the hotel, same as you. Do you remember what day it was? I remember. It was day after Pietro's birthday. The last day of June. The last day of June.
5: That seems to mean something to you.
10: Yes. Yes, that night. No, no, my grandmother had one of
12: her attacks. We were all up until dawn. If had been a visitor, I would have seen him.
5: How long did he stay at the Palazzo?
12: Luigi, say, one hour. When he come back, he carries something, a bundle, a
5: package. What did he look like?
12: I come to the village for Luigi. I see the man get out of the boat. I not see his face. I
5: right, have one more question, Seraphina. Did he wear shoes?
12: Shoes. That's a strange question.
5: In the village, there's a blind man, Marco.
12: He
10: plays music and begs for pennies. Yes, during the war, he helped us all. His his music used to warn us.
5: Maybe he was warning me again this morning. He told me to ask Serafina about a man with bare feet.
12: A man with the Luigi shoes? I do not look. I'll
5: go back to the village. I'm very grateful to you.
12: Oh, what can I do? Nothing. Nothing.
8: I'll be back again.
12: I...
10: I have a car out there.
5: Thanks. So your brother was in prison. I didn't know that.
10: It's not true what Serafina told you. I won't have you suspecting me or my family. Maybe
5: I can find the truth in Milano.
10: Then I'll go to Milano with you.
5: That's fine. I'm sure your husband will like that.
10: He'd like it even less if he knew that people are suspecting us of entertaining men from the black market. Or his trade.
5: You know him better than I do. But you're not going with me.
10: I'm more involved in all of this than you are. If you won't let me help you, then I'll do what I can by myself.
0: All right, then.
5: Go back to the island, make some excuse. Meantime, I'll try to find out who stayed at Sandra's hotel on the 30th of June. Pick
8: me up there when you're ready.
10: Well, are you ready to tell me? Tell you what? Well, something must have happened. When I went to the hotel to pick you up, Sandro was very upset. He said I'd find you back at Serafina's again.
5: I took you out of your way. I'm sorry.
10: What happened?
5: There was a detective at the hotel. It seems his job was to make sure I didn't leave without him. So I left through the window.
10: That was very foolish of me. Made a purchase
5: from Sandro, too. His guest list of June 30th. Eight or ten names on it that looked promising. Tourists. All from Milano.
10: Webb, have you already made up your mind about us? Is the verdict guilty?
5: I haven't taken a ballot yet.
10: Serafina has?
5: Sure. Serafina doesn't make sense. She doesn't know you. Thank you. What are you smiling at?
10: Oh, I... I was just thinking how much like old times this
5: is. You'd better talk about the weather, Berenice, and get us to Milano.
10: Well, any luck?
5: No, nothing. Sixth stop we've made. So far, they've all said they were just seeing the sights. Strangely enough, they all seem to be telling the truth. And they all wore shoes.
10: Oh, Webb, you're just wasting time. Everyone in the village knows the blind man's a little crazy. And how do you know that Serafina hasn't dreamed all this about a a man from Milano?
5: Because she doesn't sleep that well anymore. Well, We'll soon find out. Three names left. Who's next?
10: Manfredo um, Acuto, Via San Morelli, thirty-two. Now,
5: let's get going, and don't forget, I'll do the talking, and my name's Cut. William Cut. <laughs> 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 See, si, is he eh? there? Your son, William Cutter.
7: Palate Inglese? Si, signora. Acutas acrobats played all over the world. What can I do for you?
10: You have your gymnasium here?
7: I should be delighted to show you, signora.
10: Oh, he's thinking of booking your actor, aren't you, dear?
7: Uh, it's possible, yes. Excelente, excellente. Come with me, please. They are practicing now inside. The Cellini brother. Later, maybe. I want to talk to you privately. Oh, as you wish, signora. I have scrapbooks here on the table. Clippings from all over the newspaper. I'm more interested in paintings
5: than in acrobats. Paintings? Some old masters I've bought. I can't seem to get permission to take them out of Italy. <laughs> this is very interesting, signora, but uh, why do you come to me? You manage the acrobats? See, si, see, si, the finest in the world. And you travel from one country to another. Well, I was told you could help me get the paintings out, for a price, of course. Oh, but this is not true, signora. Who tells you these things? Mutual friend. He seemed to have had a similar problem with a Bellini in uh, the village of Belmonte. Belmonte?
7: I'm afraid I'm not even acquainted with anyone in Belmonte. Maybe
5: you've just forgotten you met him at the Palazzo on June 30th.
7: June 30th? Belmonte? Ah, yes, yes, of course. I tried to get an engagement for the festival, but I was not at the Palazzo that night.
5: You just said night. How did you know it was night? I didn't say so.
7: And where are your shoes, Akuto? Don't you like shoes? Uh, Shoes? Oh, pardon me, senor. It is a habit from the years when I, too, performed. For strong feet, senor, you wear the shoes as little as possible. Oh, yeah, sure. Now, let's get back to the Palazzo. Uh, but I know nothing about this... Buying Acuto. You were seen leaving the Palazzo. The boatman recognized Oh, you. this is not you true. You stole that painting. No, senor. You stole the painting and you killed Luigi. Luigi? Huh? I do not know what you are talking about. You have no paintings. You are police. No, I'm not police, Acuto, but it's not a bad idea.
5: Excuse me. I'll use your phone.
7: No, no, no. Wait, senor. Please. You are making a big mistake. I do not kill anybody. I'm not a murderer. I smuggled the paintings, yes, but I did not steal I it. You can't prove that you didn't. A prove? But I can't, senor. I prove in my office in the safe. What about the safe? I will get you a copy. i made out of the seat. I have the copy.
10: Made out with the crashy?
7: The crashy? Oh, no, no, senora. Uh, you wait. I bring it to you. No tricks, Cicuto. I've got a gun. Tricks? Oh, huh. I just don't want any trouble. I open the safe and I bring you the... Me. Why did he
10: stop talking? Ask him. Signor. Signor Acuto.
7: You in there?
5: I warned you I didn't want any... Acuto.
10: With a knife. He's not dead.
5: I'm afraid he is. Look, an open window. Whoever did it came and left for the window. He's gone. What are those papers in his hand?
10: Oh, nothing that even looks like a receipt.
5: That's what the killer came for.
10: With a knife.
5: Yes, I know. O.S.S.
10: Signor.
9: Get up quickly down
0: the stairs! Matteo,
10: sure that they saw you.
5: Yes, I'm sure at least two of them saw me. I'm going to stop the car at the next corner. Where? Just do as I tell you. By now they've given my description to the police. You drive the car back to Belmonte. If you're stopped, you don't know anything about me. You haven't seen me, understand? And you? I have to get back to the hotel before they pin this on me. Now go on, I'll get back soon. been very quiet, baby. You have deep thoughts, maybe? A few. I still don't understand it, Lenati. All the people in Milano, you should just happen to be driving by and just happen to see me. Only totally. I was going to Milano to find a lawyer. What were you doing in the city? Looking up some people. and Iraq A little. And when we get back, then what? I want to take a look at our old hiding place in the Palazzo cellar. For what, baby? A long time ago, I left some OSS knives there. (laughs) They're gone now, along with the paintings. So they tell me. But if the rest of the paintings are still there, then someone's lying right down the line. Someone is lying. But who? You guess, Lenati. I'll wait and see. Now, would someone mind telling me what this is all about? Police officers,
9: guns, flashlights? Barone de Griffi, you, you will forgive us, please. We see you here at the lake. We, we did not recognize you in the dark.
5: I was about to drive the launch back to the island,
9: but if something is wrong... Signore, I... allow me. The Barone de Griffi, this is Lieutenant Cristoldi of the Milano Police, and Signore Simmons from the American Consulate in Milano.
5: We are looking for a compatriot of mine, Barone... ...who seems to have gotten into trouble. A compatriot? Not Signor Carey.
9: Yes. You have heard of the death of the boatman, Luigi? The tragedy, Commissioner. So, we place Signor Carey under surveillance. It was as much for his own protection. So? He disappeared. Lieutenant Cristoldi can tell you the rest. This afternoon, Signor, in Milano... ...a man named Acuto is murdered. A man named Cellini telephoned the police... He claimed that Signor Acuto had two strangers in his office—a man and a woman. The man is an American of the same description as Webster Carey. I still say that doesn't mean a thing, Lieutenant. Webster Carey was planning anything
5: as a, as monstrous as this. It, it's highly unlikely he would have called on me first. He—he he called on you? Yes, yes. At the consulate a few days ago, he wanted some information regarding the export of painting. Forgive me, Signore. But I still don't understand why you think that he would... We have
9: two excellent reasons for wanting him, Barone. One, because he has disappeared. And two, because shortly after the murder of Signor Acuto... I received a telephone call. He would not give his name. But he said the man who killed Acuto is Webster Carey.
3: Your mysterious informant
9: easily could be the murderer himself... trying to throw you off the track. You can be sure, Signore. There will be no arrest without definite proof and evidence... Signor Carey was
5: of great help to our people during the war. We do not
9: question that, Baroni.
5: Therefore, I am most reluctant to say what I am now compelled to say. You've seen him? Where? Where is he? Surely not the Pilato. No, no. I passed him on the road outside the village perhaps 20 minutes ago. The road toward the border. I tried to call to him, but he was in too much of a hurry. Oh, he was driving a Lancia.
9: Telephone, where is
3: the nearest telephone? telephone. Quickly, I will show you. Oh. How far to the Swiss border? Sixty kilometers. We still have a chance.
5: You can come out of the launch, signor. They are gone. Thanks for the help. I've been running ever since I saw the police in front of the hotel. Well, you're safe for the moment. The roads are full of lanches. All going fast. Italians like to speed. Why did you lie to them? You should be a great success in politics, Baron. Let us understand each other, Mr. Carey. Personally, I have no objection to your going to prison. But I cannot afford to have my wife involved in a murder. Where do you get your information? An unimpeachable thought, Signor. From Julia herself. We all talked things over when she returned this afternoon. And we decided that you should get out of Italy as fast as you can... I am here to see that you do. No descending voice in a family circle? None. Not that I'm ungrateful, Baroni, but I don't like being pushed around by you or your family, the police, or anybody else. And I don't like people to let innocent men take the blame for the crimes they've committed. So thanks again for your help, but I'm going to stick around and bother people. I'm going to bother people till I find the man who turned us in. And having found him, then would you leave? Then I'll set a speed record. You know a lot of answers, Baroni. Maybe you can help me. I don't know who killed Luigi. I certainly would not know who killed this man, Nakuto. But I do know who told the Germans that night in 1944. And I also know, Signor, that Julia is the last person in the world you would harm. Julia? Julia betrayed his oh, no, No, that, that one I can't accept. It is true. Then she'll have to tell me so herself. She will, Signor. Get back in the launch. You can ask Julia yourself.
0: Mamina, Mamina,
12: Pietro! Oh, I could beat you! Why you come home so late? I hear them talking, Mamina. At the lake, I hear them. The Baron and the American. The one who was here. Talking. The Baron told him, Mamina, the name of the traitor the baronessa julia betrayed to the germans pietro if you lie as i'm the son of my father mario i swear it julia the baron said so come we go to the village the police to the batisans those who are left then we cross the lake and kill the traitor
2: Before we bring you Act Three of Captain Carey, USA, here's Irving Cummings with tonight's guest, Paramount's lovely starlet, Catherine Grandstaff.
3: Hello, Catherine. What's happening at Paramount these days?
6: Well, for one thing, everybody's still laughing at the side splitting antics of Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis in that wonderful Hal Wallace comedy, The Stooge. That's a very funny picture, which, besides Dean and Jerry... Stars Marion Marshall, Eddie Mayhoff, and Polly Bergen.
3: I understand that besides their usual hilarious routines, Dean and Jerry have some moments of very serious drama.
6: That's right. It's a great story of the happiness and heartbreaks of show business. Of course, Dean sings several hit songs in his customary smooth manner. And not to be outdone, Jerry, too, sings several songs in his not-so-smooth manner.
3: Well, besides music and laughs... I know the Stooge has plenty of glamour with two such lovely stars as Marion Marshall and Polly Bergen. They're both devoted Lux girls.
6: When I'm a Lux girl too, Mr. Cummings, I love the way Lux soap facials leave my skin feeling so soft.
2: Yes, Catherine, Hollywood's most glamorous stars agree on this. Daily Lux soap care works wonders for the complexion. It's the gentle toning action in Lux care that gives skin new softness, freshness. So try it, girls. Lux Care works so quickly, you'll have lovelier skin with just one cake of Lux. Now, that's a guarantee for any normal skin from Lever Brothers Company.
6: And Lux facials are so easy, Mr. Carpenter. You just cream in the rich lather, rinse warm, splash cold, and it's a joy to see how your skin sparkles.
2: Tomorrow, girls, get Lux Toilet Soap for your skin. Remember, 9 out of 10 screen stars use Lux. You'll see... Hollywood's favorite beauty care will make your skin smoother, too. We pause now for station identification. This is the CBS Radio Network. And KNX, Columbia Square, Los Angeles.
3: The curtain rises on act three of Captain Carey, USA, starring Charlton Heston as Webb and Wanda Hendricks as Julia. In the village of Belmonte, an angry crowd gathered in the plaza. Serafina has told them the name of the traitor. Meanwhile, Webb and the Baron have returned to the palazzo.
5: You remember Carlo, Mr. Carey, Julia's brother? Good evening, Signor. Good evening. Your sister, where is she? I will tell Giulia that you are here. Carlo, where's Giovanni?
9: Uh, I, I'm not sure where he
5: is. If you should see him, tell him to put the launch in the boathouse. Now, get a drink for Mr. Carey. Eh, si.
9: Uh, w- won't you sit down?
5: Thanks. Water or soda, Mr. Carey? Doesn't matter, whatever's handy. Carlo, who's Giovanni? He's a valet, Signor. My brother-in-law's servant. Now, if you excuse me, I'll get you a drink. Where is she, Giovanni, the baronessa?
7: Up upstairs with the
5: old woman. You want her? I'll get her myself. Go down to the cellar, Giovanni.
7: Cellar? Carla just told me to put the lounge away. And
5: I tell you to go down to the cellar.
7: Carla say you came back with the Americano.
5: Then you know what has to be done.
7: There will be no
5: trouble, signor. I'll come down with him later. Carlo, something wrong? Uh, no.
1: Your no,
5: grandmother? The is not elegant. I told you, it's nothing. But it's very obvious. Why don't you get it off your chest?
9: This much I can't tell you. They will be here any moment. Just do whatever Julia asks you to You'll do. You'll have to tell me
5: more than that. I cannot. I will not. Besides, it's too late.
4: Good evening, Mr. Carey. Contessa. We will talk in here, Julia. Good evening.
5: We can forget the amenities, Julia. Mr. Carey is very anxious to get to the point. Julia, your husband wants me to believe that that you're the one who told the Germans, the one who betrayed us. Webb, I... It's a very simple answer he wants, Julia. You say yes, or you say no. Yes. I don't believe it.
10: You must, because it's true.
5: Why would you betray him? The police may be here any minute. Tell him.
10: A few nights before the raid, I... I told you I had to go to Milano. Do you remember?
5: You told me you were going to get medicine for the Contessa.
10: Yes, but I lied. Carlo was still a German prisoner. I heard that he was going to be executed. I went to Milano to plead for Carlo's life. The Nazis agreed to let him go if I would tell him where the OSS were hiding, you and Major Williams.
5: She had no choice, Mr. Carey. None whatsoever. Keep out of it. Go on, Julian.
10: Go on. What more do you have to know, Mr. Carey? There is nothing else. Do what you think is right, but go away, I beg of you, go away. If
5: you'll allow me, Mr. Carey, there is one more particular. Julia sent a letter to a prominent fascist... ...asking him to arrange a meeting with the German commandant. Mario delivered it.
10: Now will you go?
5: Yes, now I'll go. You have a gun, Mr. Carey? I did have, but I threw it away. You were very wise i have enough explaining to do without accounting for a gun.
9: It's too late. The window, look. There
5: are
12: a dozen boats on the lake.
5: The police already. Or perhaps you are ready to talk to them. No, not yet. Then I'll take you through the cellar. This way, senor. I know the way. Oh, no. No,
12: no, no. The
0: light is rather dim down here.
5: Be careful, Mr. Kerr. This place has a lot of memories, Barone. If you keep walking down the passage, we'll get out through the greenhouse. I have another boat on the other side of the island. Hey, wait a minute, that door. Yeah. That's where they killed him, Major Williams. Right at the door where we'd found the paintings. We better hurry. I'd like to go in and take another look. I wouldn't waste any time, Mr. Kerr. It'll only be a minute. Delay may be fatal. This is where I spent six months of my life. I'd like to refresh my memory. Is there a candle in here? I believe so. Come in, Barone. I thought you said this room was empty. The other paintings, they're still here. And the supplies we'd stored. We were going to give this equipment to the partisans. If you're through reminiscing, Signor. Yes, I'm through, and I know now why Julia was lying. She lied to protect you. No, Mr. Carey. Julia was trying to get you to leave to save your life. She knows that if you found your betrayer, I would be left with no alternative. I would be forced to kill you. Just as you killed Luigi and Acuto. As Giovanni killed Luigi and Acuto, I merely supervised. So you're the betrayer. How did you know about our hiding place? I didn't, Mr. Carey. But Julia's grandmother did. When the Contessa learned that Carlo was to be executed, she sent for me. I contacted the Nazis. The arrangements were simple. A single letter innocently delivered by Mario, trading your hiding place. Or Carlo's life. You see, he is the last of the decretion. You smuggled out that painting of the island? It was very helpful in financing my career. Naturally, I cannot let my illegal sale of paintings and my former connection with the Nazis become known. It would mean the end of everything. I'm sure you can understand my position.
7: Giovanni! He will not leave here. (laughs) (laughs) Butthorn!
9: Yes, I tell you, it's not the police, it's the people of the village.
4: What do they wish, Dr. Lunati? I think I know. It come for me.
9: Julia, no! not in the name of all the saints. Hurry, don't stand here. Go out through the cellar.
4: Go through the cellar. Go with the doctor. Go, Julian. Sorry, they're breaking the door, Don. i stay here with Nona.
0: Stop!
4: Stop! I command you to stop! You disgrace the dead. They ask you for justice, not for revenge. I tell you that Julia is not guilty of this thing.
12: Her own husband says it. Get out of the way. Says the
0: house. She must be here.
12: here. here. here.
0: Capitan. Captain, if
9: you're in the cellar, open the door. Captain, it's Julia. They want Julia. Where? Epic, then open the door. It's our only chance.
3: Ah! they have got
5: something. Baron and Jim. Oh, grenades, Sylvia. The hand grenades. They were still there where we'd left them.
0: Web, they've stopped them. They want to kill me. There we are. She must pay. She must hang! Your betrayer is dead!
12: Yes, who heard the Barone? He said she was guilty! The
5: Barone Barone lied to me to protect himself. He had Luigi murdered and the man in Milano. He confessed!
12: Then we will find the Barone!
0: Where is
5: he? you will find them down there in the passage to greffi and Giovanni. I had no choice, Julia. Giovanni was waiting for me. He'd sent him down here to kill me.
12: When? Well. Signore. Signore Capitano.
5: I've told you the truth, Serafina.
12: Mario's memory is cleared, signore. Signore. Pietro will never be called traitor son again.
5: Pietro's father was a patriot. Tell them to go home. The dead can sleep in peace now.
12: Oh, grazie. Grazie. Oh, finalmente. Car mio figlio. Grazie. Grazie.
5: Zolia, come upstairs. Lenati... See, si, Capitan. Get word to the police. Tell them I'm here. They'll be here soon enough, baby. I saw the lights of their boats on the lake.
10: With, I was told everything this afternoon when I came back from Milano.
4: My husband, Mr. Carey. He... There is something I want to say.
5: Doesn't matter now, Contessa. The Barone told me about you.
4: This time, he did not lie.
5: Your punishment is living with
4: yourself. It won't be for long, Signor. Dr. Lunati will confirm that. What did you tell me, doctor? One month? Two, perhaps? Carlo, come.
10: I I have no right to ask for anything with or even forgiveness. What will you do now?
5: I'm not sure. First I've got to square myself with the police. That may take a while. Then I'm going home. I want you to take this, Julie.
10: The the Medal of St. Christopher.
5: But I'll come back when you send it to me. Don't make it too long.
3: In a moment, our stars will
2: return. now here is Ken Carpenter. Chlorodent toothpaste does more to give you a clean, fresh mouth than any other dentifrice. And now, here is proof that chlorodent gives you a healthier mouth, too. In the interest of child health, chlorodent was tested under the supervision of dentists at Father Flanagan's famous Boys Town. In this research... Chlorodent and a fine white toothpaste were used regularly by different groups of youngsters. And in just 60 days, dentists found that three-fourths of the boys using chlorodent showed dramatic improvement in mouth health. Chlorodent was proved twice as effective as the fine white toothpaste for quickly reducing acute gingivitis, a common mouth ailment. And that's another reason why Lever Brothers Company unconditionally guarantees that chlorodent does more for you than any other toothpaste, white, ammoniated, or chlorophyll, to give you a clean, fresh, healthy mouth. Make sure you get the toothpaste used in this Boys Town research. Chlorodent. Here's Mr. Cummings with our stars.
3: And for two excellent performances, we'd like them to step forward for a curtain call. Charlton Heston and Wanda Hendricks. You haven't paid us a visit for a long time. What's the meaning of this desertion?
10: Oh, just lots of work, Irving. I've been making pictures in Europe, doing TV in New York, and just lately I've been brushing up on radio. One of my favorite acting mediums.
3: You're just like Charlton, who also likes to keep his hand in all phases of acting.
10: Well, I know Charlton is partial to television because that's where producer Hal Wallace discovered him.
3: (laughs) Yes,
5: the play I was doing more or less took the place of a screen test for me.
3: Hal is responsible for bringing some splendid talent to the screen. For his latest production, Come Back Little Sheba, he chose Shirley Booth right from the stage play.
5: Well, of course Shirley'd already won seven awards for his stage portrayal, and now she's won three more for a performance in the film.
3: Well, that certainly will set a high standard for other actresses, won't it, Wanda?
10: Yes, indeed. I shall immediately join the circus as an acrobat.
3: What for? You need the exercise or something?
10: (laughs) Well, that's how Bert Lancaster started. And they're also talking about his getting an Academy Award nomination for Come Back Little Sheba.
3: Well, Wanda, you'd win a nomination anywhere as one of our prettiest Lux girls. And that's something.
10: Lux is a wonderful complexion care. I'm absolutely devoted to it.
3: Irving, I hear you're keeping the next week's play a secret. Yes, it's a secret until Wednesday. Because next week's play is a very special event. It was selected by the moviegoers of America in a nationwide poll for PhotoPlay magazine to determine the winner of its famous gold medal award for the most popular picture of 1952. And the name of that picture and its stars will be announced in the new issue of Photoplay, which comes out Wednesday, February 4th. Until then, I can only say, this is the play you've all been asking and waiting for.
10: We certainly won't miss it, Irving. Good night.
3: Good night. Good
0: night, and don't stay away too long.
11: Ben, listen to this little rhyme I've written. Smart girls double their stocking wear by using safe, gentle Lux Flakes care. (laughs) Now,
2: there's a rhyme that's worth remembering.
11: Yes, always remember to use safe Lux Flakes care. It's stocking-saving magic. For when you start washing your stockings gently in those silky, pure Lux Flakes, you can actually cut your stocking runs in half. And it's just like getting an extra pair of stockings with every pair you buy.
2: So take Libby's advice and never take chances by washing your stockings harshly in strong wash day products when it's so easy to make one pair of stockings wear like two with gentle Lux Flakes care. You know, 95% of stocking manufacturers recommend safe Lux Flakes. And Lux Flakes are guaranteed the finest, safest care there is by Lever Brothers Company. So remember, you can double your stocking wear with safe Lux Flakes Care. Try it,
3: won't you? Lever Brothers Company, the makers of Lux Toilet Soap, invite you to be with us again next Monday evening when the Lux Radio Theater presents with an all star cast the picture voted as the most popular of 1952. This is Irving Cummings saying good night to you from Hollywood.
2: cast tonight were Angela Clark as Serafina, Jeanette Nolan as the Countess, Edgar Barrier as Griffey, Lawrence Dobkin as Lunati, Jane Novello as Sandro, Nestor Paiva as Luigi, Tony Barrett as Carlo, Bill Justine as Acuto, and Herb Butterfield, William Johnstone, Jack Crucian, David Duvall, Sharon Douglas, Bob Bentz, and Eddie Marr. Our radio play was adapted by S.H. Barnett, and our music was written and directed
8: by Rudy Schrager. And now, let's listen to a familiar voice. Hi there, my name's Art Linkletter. You know, every day I get letters from ladies who have switched to New Surf. And they all agree it's a big help with wash day chores. And it is. You see, New Surf gives you that white, bright wash you expect of any good detergent... ...plus a couple of extras of its own. Why, you can see in your dishpan how much longer the suds last. A cupful of surf goes further. And with those same lasting suds in your washing machine... New Surf leaves your clothes smelling fresh air sweet, clean, clear through. I think you're going to like New Surf. Try it. And if you don't agree, send the box top to Lever Brothers New York, and they'll refund your money. But I feel sure when you see how long the suds last and smell the sweet freshness of your clean surf wash, you'll say, I'll take Surf every time. That's S-U-R-F, Surf. The new improved detergent on your grocer's shelf Right now. Lever Brothers Company
2: unconditionally guarantees the quality and performance of Lux Toilet Soap, Lux Flakes, Florida Toothpaste, and Surf or your Money Refunded. This is your announcer, Ken Carpenter, reminding you to join us again next Monday night to hear America's most popular picture of 1952 as chosen by Photoplay magazine. <laughs> CBS
8: Radio Network and KNX Radio Los Angeles. It's light. It's golden clear. It's a truly fine pale beer. Burgermeister, Burgermeister It's so light and golden clear.
2: Burgermeister, Burgermeister It's a truly fine pale beer.
8: San Francisco Brewing Corporation, San Francisco.
1: Welcome back. Now you may be wondering what radio play or what television play it was that Charlton Heston made his big debut in. It was actually on an episode of Studio One, uh, which we mentioned before. Uh, this was uh, his uh, fifth appearance on the program. It, it was an it was uh, Wuthering Heights that he got uh, discovered. by uh, by a Hollywood uh, producer, and set himself up for a great career in film. You know, he played just an absolutely... um, uh, some very meaty roles on Studio One, including uh, Macbeth. Uh, So, uh, and it's interesting the way he looks at it. You know, he doesn't say, yeah, I was on an episode of Studio One. He he views it as a play, and if you you know, if you ever get into watching, particularly the early episodes of Studio One and some of the other live uh anthologies, they really were plays uh done on television with that same sort of uh theatric atmosphere. Overall, I like the movie. I really loved uh Histon's voice in this. Seeing the Alan Land version, which, you know, in some of the online uh uh reviews has been kind of skewered, but I don't see a whole lot wrong with it. But I love uh Charlton Heston's just fantastic uh role, fantastic voice. Uh by the way, since um uh, we're not going to be playing next week's episode because it has nothing to do with detective fiction, I should let you know what that most favorite um movie of nineteen fifty-two was. Uh, it was a film called With a Song in My Heart. Uh, which looks like actually a pretty nice, uh, musical. Um. And, uh. And it's a situation where, about, uh, the singer Jane Froman, uh, who is, uh, crippled by a plane, uh, and struggles to, uh, Overcome. The film won a Golden Glove and a Best Actress Award for the star Susan Hayward, who would also star in the Lux Radio Theater version. All right, well, that will do it for today. Thank you so much. Join us back here on Monday for Barry Craig, Confidential Investigator. In the meanwhile, send your comments to Box13 at GreatDetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives. But from Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, and off.